0: And welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. Today we have part two of the Kid Wizard Rescue, and I'm going to dive right into the story. The gang arrived at Bogman's Cave in no time. They stashed their scooters and some bushes outside the entrance and peered into the cave. Everyone knew of Bogman's Cave. It was thought to hold unknown treasures, but over the years it went largely forgotten. No one had found any treasure in Bogman's cave, ever. No one ever disappeared in Bogman's cave. Much of its mystery had faded, and now it was rarely visited except as shelter for weary travelers. The story went that long ago, a pirate captain named Bogman had amassed a great treasure on the open seas. He grew tired of pillaging and stealing and went to seek out a new life on land. He released his crew, burned his ship, and made his way south into the valley. His great treasure really only served to make him paranoid, though, and he trusted no one. He was said to have made his home in this cave, where he stashed all of his treasures and was never heard from again. "'Tim and Ray, you two lead the way,' said Momo. Ninjas Tim and Ray grew up defending the caves of Gemrock Village. They knew how to get around in caves better than anyone else in the valley." The two cave pros entered cautiously with the other ninja close behind. The ninjas crept deep into the cave. Tim and Ray would stop periodically to listen closely, sometimes placing their ears directly onto the cave walls to discover where the tribe might be inside these twisting caverns. It didn't take long for the sounds of digging and talking to reach the ninjas. The sounds echoed down the hallway and the ninjas perked up all ready for a fight. Tim very carefully craned his head around the corner of a wall and he peered into a large open room. The room had some wooden furniture in it that had to have been a hundred years old. It looked like someone lived in this room long ago. There were three cloak wizards standing around a deep hole holding lamps and digging tools. Tim knew the hole was pretty deep because there were two more wizards inside, digging, and he couldn't see them. They were filling buckets of dirt and handing them back up to the wizards to dump out. They were definitely looking for the orb. Tim looked back to the rest of the group and held up his entire hand to show five fingers, so they knew there were five enemies inside the next room. Momo stepped out from the line of ninjas pressed against the wall he began creeping into the room, intent on leading the charge. Just then, a fizzing sound, like that of a firecracker being lit, began to hiss behind Momo. Before he could react, a magic blast zapped right past his head. Goose was running down the hallway, holding a wand in each hand. He couldn't wait for any plan and was eager to exact revenge on the tribe of wizards that had abandoned him. The magic blast that Goose shot flew into the room of digging wizards and exploded. The three standing wizards were all knocked back against the cave walls. The blast left a ringing in everyone's ears and the wizards in the hole were certainly dazed. The ninjas rushed into the room behind Goose. They all stood above the fallen wizards before they could get back up, holding their ninja weapons out and at the ready. Goose jumped up on a pile of dirt and looked into the digging hole. "'He's not here! Where's Arlo?' yelled Goose to one of the wizards that was knocked back against a wall. He leaped to the wizard and pointed his wand at him. "'Where's Arlo, Tinsley?' "'Well, well, well, if it isn't Goose, come back to rescue his best friend, Arlo. "'Do you really think you and your new friends can get away with this?' "'Do you really think we'll just let you take Arlo?' asked Tinsley, who appeared to be the leader of this group. "'Arlo! Arlo!' Goose began to yell. "'Tie him up, ninjas!' yelled Momo, and the ninjas began to tie up the wizards. "'And take their wands!' The ninjas rifled through the robes of the wizards, taking a wand from each one. Momo put them all in his pack." You're really good at making enemies, you know that? Taking wands from a group of red-cloak wizards? Most people wouldn't dare, said Tinsley. Yeah, well, so far the only thing I've seen you do is dig holes and talk, so forgive me if I'm not shaking in my boots, replied Momo. Just then, the group heard a loud rustling and stomping. The unmistakable sound of a beast tromping through the tunnels of a cave. There were three different entrances leading into this room where everyone was. One of them, the ninjas had just come through. In seconds, it was clear which tunnel the sound was coming from, and Goose ran to the mouth of that tunnel. Tim yelled, Goose, no! And he rushed over to protect Goose from the noisy beast that was nearing the room they all stood in. Before he could get there, though, a green, shiny creature leaped from the darkness and tackled Goose. They both rolled on the ground, and for a second everyone tensed up and readied to pry the beast from Goose. But as they rolled on the ground, there was the unmistakable sound of laughter. Goose stood and dusted himself off. The creature stood as well. It was a dragon, but but it was a boy. It stood on its two hind legs and wore human clothes. His feet and head were unmistakably dragon, and he was covered in shiny dream, shiny green dragon scale. None of the ninja had ever seen a dragon like this. He had a big dragon smile at finally seeing his old friend Goose. Arlo! yelled Goose, and he hugged his friend. The dragon hugged him back. Your friend is a dragon? asked Momo. Yeah, answered Goose. Did I not mention that? No, you did not mention that your friend was a dragon, said Momo. Well, does it matter? asked Goose. Yes, it matters. We are ninja. We thrive on details and precision. And when we all help you rescue a friend, you need to tell us if that friend is a dragon, yelled Momo. Oh, okay, uh, that makes sense. Sorry... Uh, let's get out of here,' said Momo. "'I can't go,' said Arlo the dragon, "'and he lifted a dragon leg to show glowing shackles, "'like handcuffs on his dragon ankles. "'I'm trapped in service to the Red Cloak Wizard tribe.' "'I'll blast them off, Goose,' said Momo. "'I can't blast them off. "'Only the person who cast them can remove them.' "'Exactly,' said Tinsley.' and you thought you could just leave with the dragon silly boy momo hand me that bag of wands please said goose not taking his eyes off tinsley goose reached into the bag and pulled out one of the magic wands that they had collected from the wizards he squeezed the wand in his hand and closed his eyes his hand started to shake and there was a rumbling in the caves dust and pebbles and pebbles fell from the ceiling and the walls. The wand glowed red and then white and then there was a loud crack and the wand shattered into a thousand pieces. No, yelled one of the wizards in the hole who had been tied up. My wand. I'll destroy them all, one by one, Goose said to Tinsley, until you free Arlo. It's not worth it, Tinsley, yelled another wizard. Let him go. "'Fine!' snapped Tinsley, finally showing his anger. He stood up and held his hands out for Momo to release the rope holding his hands together. Momo untied him, and Tinsley walked over to Arlo, reached down, and effortlessly pulled off the glowing shackles. When he did, they disappeared, poofing away like smoke. Before Tinsley could move another muscle, Momo tied his hands up again. "'What are we going to do with the wizards?' asked Ben-Ben. "'We're gonna push him off a cliff into a river of lava,' yelled Goose. "'No, we're not,' said Momo. "'Why not?' asked Goose. "'Because, Goose, true honorable ninja, do not throw people into rivers of lava, not even bad people. "'And you don't even know where to find a river of lava,' said Momo. "'You may be good with magic, young man, but you have a lot to learn about being a ninja. Got it?' Goose nodded, a bit embarrassed." We leave them tied up and we take all their stuff, said Momo. Tie their feet, too. But won't they just come after us? Maybe, said Momo. But we can't safely deliver all these guys to jail. There's too many of them and not enough of us to journey all the way back to Valley Town. And we don't even have a jail. The closest jail is in Jemrock Village, about four days' journey from here. I'm not traveling four days with these awful wizards. Then Momo turned to Tinsley and said... If you silly magicians feel like coming after us, you go right ahead. What will you do with our wands? demanded one of the other wizards. Now why would I tell you that? said Momo. The wizards were all gritting their teeth, angry at having lost their magic wands. The ninjas and Arlo the dragon left Bogman's cave and made it back to the Valley Town dojo without incident. Goose and Arlo talked the entire way home. Goose telling about his adventures and training with the dojo, and Arlo telling of his troubles with the tribe. Where does a dragon, um, person, boy even come from, asked Ben-Ben, as they sat around a campfire at the dojo. Well, beyond the southern swamps, further and further south, there's a forest where the dragon people live. We call ourselves dragonkind, answered Arlo. "'You've been beyond the southern swamps?' asked Bulis. "'I've never met anyone who's been beyond the southern swamps.' "'Well, I don't remember it. "'I was taken from my home by the Red Cloak Wizard Tribe when I was a baby.' "'Why?' asked Boulise. "'Why would anyone take a baby?' "'The tribe is always collecting magical items and magical people and magical creatures. "'They want to take over the valley, but right now they don't have the numbers. "'They just don't have enough people. "'Do you think they'll come back and try to get you?' asked Bulise. Of course they will, interrupted Goose. If there's magic they can't have, then they try to destroy it so no one else can have it either. They'll be back. I'm not worried about it and neither should you guys, interrupted Momo. If it isn't the Red Cloak Wizard Tribe, then it's mysterious Mr. Max or the secret Traders or some gang of cave trolls. There's always going to be a threat and we're always going to be ready for it. Right, Ninja? The ninjas all agreed. The end. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Remember to have your adult help email me your ideas for more campground powers. I would love to share them before a future episode. Thanks for listening, guys.